Hello and welcome to Weekly Weird News, brought to you by Cody the Boy and the Post Truth Apocalypse. This is our sister show where myself, Ben, Mike, Hello, Claire, hey. Pete, I, and Gail will discuss the weird shit we found on the net this week. Could be heartwarming, could be tragic, could make you want to vomit. Could do, could be educational. Doubt it. Me this too. one's quite educational, the yeah. first one. I just found a real sort of thing with this article. Before we start, I just like to say you can follow us on Facebook at Cutting to the Ball in the Post Truth Apocalypse, SoundCloud at Cutting to the Ball in the PTA, that's on most of the podcasting platforms too, by the way, and YouTube is Apocalypse Ball. Did you say you had an affinity towards this article? Yeah. Yeah, I well, have. Wonder why. Mm. My ancestors, which I were obviously a direct descendant of, Ancient poop proves that humans have always loved beer and cheese. Yes. And who doesn't love beer and <laughs> cheese? Together, even. Mmm. Totally. Totally. Now, did you know that pale ales pair well with blue cheese? Maybe it's not your go-to bar combination, but there's no evidence that as far back as 2,700 years ago, people from current-day Austria were enjoying it. And we know that because of an analysis of paleofeces, a fancy term for very old poop. Is that Roman era, 2,700 years ago? 700 years ago. Yeah, you're in the Roman era, aren't you? Two Christ was 2,000 years ago. Romans were knocking around 700 years before that, weren't they? Mm. I don't know. Pre-Roman, maybe? Well, well it's in Austria, to be fair. A long so. time ago, so... It's yeah. in Austria, the German, the Romans never got to Austria. Didn't they? No. It's good to know that stuff beer... Stopped the border, it. Stopped the Rhine. I didn't realise beer was that mm. old. Oh, yeah, Austria. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't realise beer was that you got the Alps in a way, maybe, I don't know. Oh, beer's always been about... I suppose it wouldn't have been cold in them days, would it? it was no, cold. no, it would have been pale ale, wouldn't it? It's... A paper published this week in Current Biology focuses on four paleofecal samples from the Bronze Age, Iron Age and Baroque Age, while the researchers of the Institute for Mummy Studies, the University of Trento and the Vienna Museum of Natural History were able to learn what kind of beer and cheese these people consumed. The findings, more importantly, shows that industrialisation likely transformed the Western diet and that archaeology and gut health, like beer and blue cheese, make an oddly perfect pair. Hmm. The Institute of Mummy Studies. <laughs> I want to be part of the Institute of Mummy Studies, that sounds awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that doesn't surprise me, to be fair. Actually, so, like, it's just... It's good to know some things haven't changed, eh? I mean, like, brewers have always been about... Though, as soon as someone yeah. figured out that mouldy grapes made wine, that was it, and that uh, got you drunk. And mouldy moldy milk made cheese. You know, it's all experimentation, isn't it? And the mushrooms made you trip. Yeah, don't eat that mushroom if you don't want to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> or eat that mushroom if you want to go to work tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that's a great day. Well, your work's probably just shoveling dung anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> make it a bit more interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, beer and cheese go together like a... Just, just pear, they're beautiful. Ooh. Here's a gruesome one. Couple decapitate themselves at the same time using guillotine at home. Oh, just got that new home guillotine, I have, not you? <laughs> <laughs> got it off QVC. Well, this is a homemade one, this is. Oh, wow. Hemubahi Makwana, third Jade and his wife Hansa Ben, 35, 
severed their heads with a guillotine-like mechanism as part of a ritualistic sacrifice in Vinchaya, Gujarat. The people executed the plan so that their heads fell into a fire altar. That's pretty fucking metal, though, isn't it? Hell. <laughs> but it was I mean, an accident. No, they did it deliberately. It's a ritual. Well, to you know, I know, but at the beginning, I just thought it was an accident. How would they know whether it worked or not? Well, it's just only one way to find out, isn't there? I mean, obviously, let's not mock the Death Seer, but heads falling into a fire pit, that's pretty fucking metal, isn't it? The horrible, homemade guillotine. The horrible histories skit kind of comes to mind at this moment. Stupid deaths, stupid deaths. Yeah. <laughs> The couple first prepared a fire altar before putting their heads under a guillotine-like mechanism held by a rope. As soon as they released the rope, an iron blade fell on them, severing their heads, which rolled into the fire. Fucking hell. Jesus. That is devotion, isn't it? Yeah, they said that the pair had been offering prayers in their home every day since last year and had made a temporary temple with plastic bags used for (laughs) packing food grains. Jesus. Religion, man. My fucking word. It's got a lot to answer for, hasn't it? (laughs) It's the most gruesome one we've had for a while. Yeah. It's the most fucked up one we've had for a while, to be fair. It is mental, isn't it? I mean, were things that bad? I don't think it was. It wasn't a suicide, was it? I think it was. Yeah, it was a suicide. They rigged up the device. That was a ritual. Yeah. Yeah. Were they so literal? Were they're looking ritual. at it as that. Maybe things were just really bad for a them. Ritual sacrifice. Yeah, I don't it's think that's, I don't think that's suicide, is it? No, they were praying to the grain god or something. Then they made an altar out of grain bags. With the fact that they they made their heads roll into a fire pit, it's kind of like an obvious ritual sacrifice of some sort, isn't that, it? That is pretty metal, though. There was to be a daughter about this. More than likely, there was more than one. There were more, there were more than likely, other people involved. Yeah, well, sorry, that priest the... that told them to do it. Who knows? Yeah. That's the most metal giving head ever. Yeah. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> Real-life Coke bear bashes car window, guzzles 69 cans of soda. <laughs> 69, dude. A Canadian black bear lightly felt a hell of a sugar high after guzzling it. I hate it when they abbreviate like, hell of a. What is that? <laughs> sugar high after guzzling down 69 cans of soda that was pilfered from a woman's vehicle. Nice. The company and photos show a, a sweet-toothed Brewing. Yep, that's yeah. a bear. Brewing, surrounded by crushed cans, like an aftermath of a... What? Teetotalers. frat party. You could hear him slurping it the whole time. Someone Roselle told jam press of Cokey Bear. Cokey the Bear's pop... What? Blitzkrieg. Blitzkrieg. <laughs> we picked this one for you, Perps, yeah. <laughs> Random, really. Right. The Canuck had Blitzkrieg. reportedly been storing 72 cans of pop in her truck that she planned to break out at an un- un- upcoming... What? Company soiree. Soiree? Yeah. I'm using some really big words. I love that fucking word, those soiree. I like soiree, but yeah. I, I was going to say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Why would she like... Sorry. Why would she like break out the cans of pop at a soiree? Surely, you know. Uh, let's That's get the work. party started now, it's guys. A, it's a work do, isn't it? So, obviously can't drink alcohol. 
Well, that, do you know what that is? I'm going to break out the Shit work, dude. That's what that is. Yeah. Well, the black bear smashed a car window and started chugging down the cans of Coke. See, normally when, when you've got like a work to do and someone's going, hey, hey, did you bring the Coke? Did you bring the Coke? <laughs> it's normally a different kind of Coke, isn't it? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. she's, she's mistaken here, isn't she? <laughs> yeah. Mainline of diabetes inducing 69 cans of cola. Well, yeah. So basically, a bear went nicked all the coke. Probably didn't drink all of it because I wouldn't I would imagine there'd have been a lot he of spillage. Two, he left the two cans. This is the best bit. Read this, Claire. From, uh... The Canadian said she tried to reason with him. <laughs> couldn't dissuade him from the fructose-filled rampage. How'd you reason with a bear? Now, bear, stop drinking my coke. Stop she, it! She explained to him how important the car was and that I had to go to work the next morning. Oh, she quipped. Amazing. That didn't seem to affect him whatsoever. No shit. Hey, Bear, you're not my buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy, stop drinking my coke. <laughs> you're not my buddy, buddy. I told you, buddy. Oh, dear. Yeah, there we oh. go. Oh, the real life coke. Well, the, the, just the coke bear. <laughs> that is quite The sugar bear. Sugar bear. I do want to watch that film, actually. Yes, I want to see that. I've heard it's a bit shit. Yeah, that's, mm. well, it's got to be shit, mate, because we had a bear that seems to go and kills people. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it to be a blockbuster. I'm not expecting, like, Tarantino esque. <laughs> 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 the well, bear snorting coke. <laughs> I'm just saying that apparently it's not as good as it sounds. I bet all the best bits are on the advert, innit? On a trailer, yeah. yeah. Probably. When it comes out, maybe we'll do one of our movie episodes on it. Yep. True enough. Next one. Farting cows to get food additives to stop them breaking wind in climate fight. Well, farting cows can be given methane suppressants to stop them breaking wind and fueling global warming. Dairy cattle are said to be given compound feeds containing additives to cut digestive gas it has emerged. Do we trust the government at this point to give the cows <laughs> things in their food to do certain things to them? You mean like the, the machine extracted meat or whatever it was? Mechanically extracted meat that gave all the cows BSE? Yeah. Well, let's hope we've learned that fucking lesson. I should imagine there's some science behind this as well because you know they'll they'll have worked out why they they make so much gas. Yeah, they're blamed for five percent of global carbon emissions. And the UK, that's in the UK alone. Mm. Slashing harmful gases released in the atmosphere are key to the government meeting its legally binding pledge for net zero emissions by 2050. Wasn't that 2030 or 2040? Has that been put back? Probably. Launching its original cons consultation last August, the Department for Energy, Food and Rural Affairs said cows and sheep are the main cause of methane emissions from farms. Introducing feed products that reduce methane to livestock diets may have the potential to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. What if it makes them explode? Well, like, it's like withholding the gas yeah. inside them almost. <laughs> so yeah. they're giving them pri probiotics. Like, we can have that, can't we? Yeah, yeah. Like, you need that. <laughs> I don't need that. My farts are healthy as hell. <laughs> no, you know, what if, like, we've only been accustomed to, like, dairy products for, like, 8,000 years now. When we something like that, like that, as a species, dairy is fairly recent on our... 10,000. 10,000, 8,000, something like that. Mm. Dairy is fairly recent on the human evolutionary scale. 
So that's why you see lactose intolerant people, some guts can't handle it. What if the cow's guts can't handle these probiotics we're putting into them? Yeah. I suppose they'll soon find out. Yeah. You'll have exploding cows. They would have been researched. Oh, just imagine that, you're on a countryside bike ride and you go over <laughs> the fields and there's cows at the fence, you're like, oh, you stop, you're like, oh, look at old Bessie there. <laughs> You know, give her a pat, feed her some grass. Next thing you know, fucking boom, you're killed by an exploding cow. It's school just goes through your fucking chest. Well, you wouldn't know anything about it, would you? You certainly wouldn't, but it'd be a shitter, wouldn't it? Yeah. Be a right mess. Well, yeah. I'm that, that doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, that's the worst case scenario, yeah. obviously. Moving on. New Zealand feral cat killing competition for children axed after backlash. What? Yeah, it's as horrific as it sounds. Organisations of the annual hunt were criticised after announcing a new category for those aged 14 and under to hunt feral cats. What, do you want a nation of serial killers? I know. get a nation of serial killers. The animals are considered a pest and a risk to the country's biosecurity. Youngsters were told to not kill pets, but they were otherwise encouraged to kill as many feral cats as possible. For a prize. Who would you tell the difference? The child who killed the most would have won 250 New Zealand dollars. And even if the kid's just like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to shoot next door's cat. He just takes the collar off. Mm. And that's not good. They're microchipped, I guess. I guess they'd scan them. Feral ones wouldn't be microchipped. You don't don't know that at the end of a rifle, do you? Well, no, no, I'm just saying after they've done it. Uh, Here's my pile of dead cats, officer. This one doesn't count because this one's fluffy from next door. So <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, why? Why are the children doing this? I know it's sick, isn't it? Because the kiwis are a bit fucked in the head. If you didn't know, if you never watched the hacker on fucking rugby, you know what I mean. We all know the kiwis are a little bit cuckoo. It's a largely rural area of New Zealand where hunting is popular, and a competition each year typically sees hundreds including children, compete to kill wild pigs, deer and hares. And now cats. Well, no, they, they've backed down, thankfully. Yeah. Good job. Okay. No one's going to tell the difference. Well, it's no different from... Where, is, where do they do the seal clubbing? Oh, God, where do they do the seal clubbing? The Faroe Islands or something like that. I know where they do Norway? Like snake clubbing. There's that one where they harpoon all the dolphins in that bay on in Sweden somewhere, mm, isn't it? That's messed up, isn't it? Yeah, that's not. They they do they do the snakes, don't they, in Springfield? Yeah, the <laughs> whacking day. That's it. Whacking that's day. it. Snake whacking. <laughs> Obviously a fictional one. I don't know. Barry White was there. Oh yeah. What's going on? I couldn't bring myself to shoot a cat. No. Getting kids to do it, fuck it. Especially if you get a 14 year old kid to do it. Shoot a cat with a water pistol if it's about to poop in my garden. Well, that's different. But it'd only be a water pistol. But then again, even Luke Skywalker used to bullseye one prat to his T16. Yeah, rats. They're not and that exhaust pipe is no bigger than one prat. Those poor one prats. Still, let's. Nah, it's, it's terrible, isn't it? You can't have a competition for killing animals for no. children. Not, not, That's not going to bring up healthy kids with a gun in a gun-rich environment. Clearly, certainly not pretty cats like that. What a beautiful cat. That's probably not a feral cat. It's good of chess, is that? Hey, we good nuts. <laughs> some happy news to end on. We've had some tragedies tonight. So, a bulldog puppy saved owner's life after chewing his toe 
to the bone while he slept. <laughs> okay. Doesn't sound quite so great at first. It does doesn't it? at first. So an adorable seven-month-old bulldog puppy was. And he's being, adorable. And he yeah. is full, very beautiful. And he's being credited for saving its owner's life by making a tasty snack out of his big toe. If you've ever had a puppy, you'll know that you can't leave anything within its reach unless you're willing to have it chewed. Very true. Yeah, very true. Harley, the dog's name is. Right. The pup decided to go to town on the foot on the owner's foot whilst he was asleep on the sofa, and it wasn't until David's wife came in and Harley finally stopped. I was asleep on the couch when my wife walked in and shouted, Dave, the puppy's chewing your toe. <laughs> Dave recalled. My puppy had, had near enough chewed my big toe off. He chewed it to the bone and cracked it. Oh now, I'm sure you're wondering how on earth did David not wake up? Toes are definitely not meant to be chewed. This is not, obviously, clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did it end up doing it without David noticing? Mm-hmm. And how did it save his life? But because of all of this, I discovered that my foot was completely numb. I can't feel anything, David said. The dad of five from Cambridge rushed to the hospital after wake, after waking up to find his toe in bits. He was put on intravenous antibiotics straight away to stop any infection. While there, doctors also conducted CT scans for the fractured toe and discovered that David had not one but two blocked arteries. His entire leg would have been in danger and needed amputation if the blood wasn't return basically so thanks to Harley they basically highlighted these potential mm-hmm. plots that could have really fucking yeah and not just off. not just taken his leg but could have killed him mm-hmm. blood clot goes into the wrong artery dead yeah <laughs> it's grim though isn't it, it? Is. yeah yeah poor bugger that's what, the, that's what we Brits to reduce the NHS now what we do is that they give you a puppy and it chews your toe while you sleep <laughs> if you wake up you haven't got a blood clot. That's what the NHS is reduced to now. It's cheaper. Just get everyone a puppy. <laughs> but yeah, so he's been in hospital for more than a week since Harley first decided to chomp his toe. But hopefully he'll be back to his wife soon. Yeah, so good luck. Hope he, mm-hmm. hope he heals up quick and fast. And what a, what a kind of weird lucky thing to have happened. Mm. Obviously it's clear that Harley's bugger. a very good boy. Obviously not, because he was chewing the fuck out of his tongue. <laughs> oh, yeah, but he saved his life. <laughs> yeah, Harley didn't know that. He just thought... He might have sensed is, it. This is a nice meaty chew toy. Dogs can sense one. illnesses. There is, there is an essence of that potentially, because I know that... Dogs are really, really intuitive when it comes to things like that. Yeah, the, the, the dogs that can tell if you, their owners are having a seizure cancer. or something. Next month they... he's going to eat the next door baby's face off, isn't he? <laughs> Dog. Haven't, haven't, they, um, haven't they made sniffer dogs <laughs> smell, smell out cancer? <laughs> yeah, they have been. I'm sorry, I'm still laughing at Mike's. I didn't hear what he said because I was too busy trying to think of what I was trying to say. <laughs> I said next month we'll find out the dogs bit the next or neighbor's baby's face off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, it's saved him from diabetes. <laughs> it had a taste of human flesh. And that's what, what else? You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't be concerned about owning a dog that's got yeah. the taste of bad flesh on its dog. Because it may want to do it again. <laughs> Might just be waiting for his owner to fall asleep again. Like, ah, yeah. Right, fresh batch of toes. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <laughs> 
Oh, he's, he's got shoes on, but he's wearing short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, he's eating your nose. I was thinking more sausage. You know that. <laughs> and then below the waist. <laughs> and on that cheery note. <laughs> on that cheery note, do watch out for the exploding cows. Thanks for listening. I've been Ben. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire, what was my And I've been Pete. <laughs> Don't let your puppies chew your toes off. Unless you've got a blood clot, then it's quite handy. You just have a sensory bulldog. <laughs>